Welcome back to the Reach Your Peak Experience podcast. Today, what we're going to talk about is calorie balance. Okay, we're going back to basics. I'm going to give you guys an idea of what you need to know regarding this to be able to be more successful with your nutrition plan. Hope you enjoy. again and today what we're going to be discussing is calorie balance now i know what you're thinking calorie balance really like is that really what we're going to be discussing today because it's such a simple topic presumably and you're wondering you know aren't there other things we could be talking about well yes but calorie balance is something that really everyone needs to understand at least to the most basic level and get a good understanding around it before they start any nutrition plan because it really encompasses a lot of what is needed to actually lose some fat. So basically a lot of people that I see, they come to me and their understanding of energy balance may not be exactly up to scratch. So they think about it in a very simplistic way. So they think calories in or energy in is just calories from food, which yes, that's right. And then calories out is what they're actually thinking about is just exercise. So they think that the exercise they do when they move, when they go for a run, when they do CrossFit, that's their energy out component of the equation which that is only one component of energy out. So that's why today I just want to go in more detail about what really does encompass energy and energy out, how to achieve an energy balance, and how to manipulate that energy balance for your actual goals, whether that's fat loss, muscle mass gain, whatever it may be. Most of you guys are probably for fat loss. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that I talk a lot about fat loss and help clients lose fat, so that's a big part of my my expertise there, but you know, you can always manipulate the energy balance for your own goals, whatever it may be. Doesn't always necessarily have to be fat loss. So let's get started, guys. So energy in basically is what it does sound like. It's the energy from food or calories so to speak that you're consuming from food and drinks when you eat. It's getting it's basically for lack of a better word, the fuel for your body. That's really kind of what we're looking at when we look at energy in. So we're not gonna to touch too much about that because that's pretty well understood by most people. It's a pretty well known kind of factor, so to speak. So we won't touch on too much, but what we will talk about in more depth is energy out. So a lot of people get this wrong because they really, like I said, just think about the, the energy they're consuming through the actual exercise they're doing. You know, go for a run, that's my energy out. Let's balance out, you know, I've got to, I've got to burn this many calories for exercise to, you know, to achieve this fat loss. And that's not the right way to look at it because there's other factors that affect your actual energy out. So let's look at them now. So you got BMR or RMR, which is, they're both synonymous with each other. So basic metabolic rate or resting metabolic rate, which is basically the energy your body needs to keep you living at rest, basically. So if you were to just be laying down, doing nothing, you still have to do, uh, your body has to keep you alive. That's the energy it's using to keep those processes happening. So everything the body does in the, um, to keep you uh, living and thriving is what basic metabolic rate is. So that comprises a big chunk of what your energy out is, which people don't realize. They think exercise is the thing, but they don't realize exercise actually is only a component. It's not even the largest component of, of energy um, energy out, unless you're a certain individual like an athlete or something, which is a different case that can be a bit more balanced out. But essentially BMR for most people, probably for you, is probably the one that actually contributes the most to energy outside of the equation. So yeah, it's something to keep in mind that that is a big component. Then the next thing you got is NEAT. So non-exercise activity thermogenesis. You're probably wondering, what is this? I haven't heard of NEAT before. And that's okay, because a lot of people haven't heard of NEAT, and it's something new when I bring it up with my private nutrition coaching clients. It's basically 
the stuff like fidgeting or moving around, you know, you know, getting up and going for, you know, to pick something up over there or something, just things in your daily life that aren't necessarily exercise and not planned and you don't actually consciously think about them as movement. You're just doing them as part of your activities daily living or it's things like blinking, fidgeting, you know, tapping your feet, whatever it may be, things like that, that all comprises your non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Basically activity that's not exercise, if you want to keep it simple. And that can kind of vary for various people and it does, is it affected by fat loss as well and weight fluctuations can affect your needs. That's something I'll go in more detail in a later video. But yeah, needs something that can vary for certain people as well. It's not a fixed thing like everyone, okay, you've got this need, okay, you've got that need. Like it doesn't work that way. It does vary based on your circumstances. But it's something to think about is it is a factor that does affect your energy out. Then it brings us to exercise activity, which is what most people understand as energy out. <coughs> so I won't go into too much detail about that because it's pretty simple. You know, if you expend more, you're using more energy, done. That's, that's a big component of it. That will vary quite a bit from person to person. So if you're someone who's very active, let's say, so let's say yourself, you know, you're, you're watching this video and you're thinking, okay, I do CrossFit, okay? I do CrossFit five days a week or six days a week maybe, if you're full on like that. And then you're wondering, okay, so obviously my energy out from exercise will be a lot higher than some people. Yes, that is correct. So for someone that's not very, someone who's maybe more sedentary, not very active, their component of energy is not going to be that high from exercise, whereas your component will be higher. So that is dependent on lifestyle as well. So a lot of these things that you can see are not set. They are very much modifiable and they do change based on your circumstances. But yeah, that's basically the exercise activity side of things. It's pretty simple. Everyone understands that part of it. Let's move on to the next one. Next one and a final one is a thermic effect of food. So some of you might have heard that before, maybe you haven't. A thermic effect of food is basically the amount of energy your body is actually using from these foods to actually process and use them up in the body. So for example, let's look at the three main macros. So we've got protein, we've got carbs, and we've got fat. Protein's the most thermic of food. Reason being is because that 20 to 30% of the protein and energy from that is actually used by the body to break down and use the protein and all do its jazz basically. Then you've got fat, which is the lowest thermic food. So it doesn't have much of a thermic effect at all. It's got about zero to 3% depending. Um, so that's not very thermic. And then you've got about six to 8% from carbohydrates. So you know, out of the energy from carbohydrates, about six to 8% will be used to break down food. So as you can see, manipulating your macros can have an effect on your energy out as well. So I guess you could argue that in this case, in a simple way that not all calories are just a calorie because in some ways, calories from protein could in theory, you know, it doesn't mean there's like magic magic to fat loss I think but in theory calories from protein will have more of a thermic effect and therefore increase your energy expenditure to some degree that's just a factor so you know the more protein you have the less fat you have you could in theory argue that your energy expenditure energy out will be higher than someone whose diet is low in protein and high in fat which is not what I recommend but obviously you know things have to be you know adjusted based on your preference um, but yeah, that, hopefully that gives you an idea about the thermic effect of food because food's not just if you consume it, it does have an effect on energy out because your body doesn't just, okay, there's food in, done. It has to process it somewhere and every process has an energy component to it. It requires energy to do things. That's just, that's just a factor there. So, so hopefully that clarifies a bit about that for you guys, about the thermic effect of food, which is something that a lot of people would also dismiss or forget about or just don't consider. But it is an important factor because it does have an effect actual energy out. Overall, in total, thermic effect of food only has about you know 15% um, effect on energy out, like it comprises a 15% chunk of that energy out component, but still, it's still a part of it. So it's still good to understand so that you know it's not just exercise, it's mostly resting metabolic rate for most people. 
big chunk of it can be exercise depending on activity level. There is a factor there for need, so how much you fidget and move around and do things that are not exercise necessarily. And then obviously thermic effect of food. So what you eat can actually have some effect on your energy expenditure, even at a most basic level, even if it's not too significant to actually influence any long-term you know, significant fat loss. But it's still a factor, still need to consider it, so yeah. So that's kind of the basics about energy and energy out to give you guys an idea, to get you started. But when you think about it, guys, let's say your goal is fat loss. You want to be in a negative energy balance. Basically, what that means is you're burning more energy, consuming less energy. Okay, you're in a negative energy balance. You have less energy coming in and you're actually using up. And in theory, if you're in a deficit, you will be losing weight. Whether that's fat, muscle, whatever, that's a different story. Ideally, you will not be losing much fat, not muscle. But that's basically what you're kind of looking at there. Then obviously, for a positive um, energy balance, is you're consuming more and exercising less. Okay, so... You're, you're eating more foods, but not, uh, not using it up, up as much, whether it's through all those processes we talked about before. But essentially, you're, you could like to be in a surplus in that case, and if you're inferior in a sur surplus, you'll be gaining weight of some sort, muscle, fat, whatever it may be. So that kind of hopefully gives you a bit of understanding about not only you know what is energy balance and what, what facts comprise energy balance, but also how energy balance does affect your goals and the results you're actually looking for. So, or so if you're looking for fat loss, you really want to be in a negative energy balance and the way you achieve that is a number of ways, but that's a different thing. Um, if you want help with that, you know, leave a comment below and I can, we can have a, have a chat and see where we can get from, from there. But yeah, again, if you've got any questions at all, guys, just leave a comment below and I'll get back to you. But hopefully this video has really kind of given you guys more of an idea around the basics, really, of calorie balance or energy balance or whatever you may call it because people look at it in too much of a simplistic way. It doesn't give it just in terms of all the, all the fine details that are actually in effect there, and it doesn't really give, um, give you the right tools needed to actually adjust the nutrition plan going forward. So hopefully this gives you guys a good basis, and yeah, hope to talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much, guys, for checking out my podcast. Hope it brought you some great value today. You can check me out on socials under The Climate Dietitian or on www.theclimatedietitian.com.au. I've got some great stuff out there for you guys, some free, valuable content. So, yeah, please check it out, guys. And, yeah, until next time, thank you.